Yeah, that would have been if I forgot to record. I just like this background. <laughs> cold front coming in from over here. <laughs> oh, my arm! Where did it go? My hand! I'm reaching out the window. It looks like you're actually reaching out the window because your arm's just. I'm gonna reach <laughs> so out the window. Let's see if I get my head out there. We should not be allowed to be on video. Well, actually, I think we both started on video. Still, oh. true statement. <laughs> Dude, um, I, I, I really, I made the mistake. So I, I was going to make a request to start this off with uh, our segment. Well, for, for, are we doing segments? Are we, do you have segments for us to, to do? Because I this, feel like we have This one, kinda, we kind of jumped in here. Uh, I don't have a ton. I do have a... Uh, Okay, you know, well, what I wanted to dive, do was the uh, what I hate about what my co-host did recently type of thing. And oh, it, w- it was going to be... I think be... I might know where this is going. <laughs> well, I don't know if you do, I, but I, but here's the thing, is that right before I was, you know, I was planning to start like this, and then like 20 minutes ago, right before we started doing this, I went and watched your Karampa video, and I was like... Now I have to feel oh, yeah. sorry for him. Now I can't talk about what I hate about what he's doing, which seems really simple, even though he had a you know project he's got years and years into working on. You know, at least I am glad that you still have animals from it. At least there's you know there is silver lining on that cloud. If you lost the entire clutch, then I'd feel like a complete asshole for wanting to jump right into what my you know complain about things you've done and be that way that we start the podcast because and then you and then you jump in and go ahead and record even though you know because i talked to you earlier about i want to record this on video because a mm-hmm. it's episode 10 b um there's a lot of congratulations people that, 10 whole episodes yeah this is episode number 10 bro and we barely do anything so that means we've been together almost a year <laughs> yes that's true I'm proud of us. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I was, you know, it's a little miffed cause I did want to start doing video stuff on it. And, uh, you were like, Oh, that's, that's too much work. And I'm like, what do you do? You just sit down and you talk to me, but um, I was asking you to hit record on your cell phone. It seems like <laughs> the, the most difficult thing in the world. Still working. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. But kind the, of. a lot of people did want to see it, Cause when we did that live stream on your channel the other day, a lot of people wanted to you know, expressed like, oh, it's so great to be able to see you guys when you're doing this. And then the fact that we've got the drink sponsor that we have this month, like everything just made sense to, as to why to make it available video so that people can see what it is we're talking about. But um, I'll concede you were right. This is fun. Good, good. Especially with my little background. Oh, reach out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing this on, on Zoom for those of you just listening to audio and, and Garrett's playing with all the fun backgrounds. And he found one that fits him perfectly already. And it's he's having yeah. way too much fun like with a, it. It's like a car shop. Just reach <laughs> over here. Wait, hold on. Look, he's got to reach the... back and grab something out of the trunk. There we go. Ah, your, I got it. And your arm is literally disappearing. It's like, it's so legit. <laughs> I don't know how Zoom does this, but they do a fantastic job of. Um, it's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty I'm, good. I'm impressed. Very well, I'll tell you what, I got to go grab something out of the freezer. You know what it is, but do you want to um, let us know, let everybody know about the drink sponsor? Yeah, let's do that. Or I'll do that while you go grab your uh, your cold stones. So Scott Bolter of uh, West Coast uh, Retix, and uh, Gary's going to have to fill me on the rest of the name because Scott's changed his name on us a couple times. But Scott Bolter, who is a very good friend of ours and is an amazing human, has done what he usually does and when he's doing something for somebody else, he goes 
above and beyond and out of this world. Um, he really does. Like every time I see Scott do something for somebody, which he does often, it's always taken to the next level. So he, not only did he get, get us both our own bottle of this stuff called a Midwinter Night's Dram, which is a blend of straight rye, rye whiskeys finished in French oak port barrels, which I'm very excited about because I love whiskey that's been aged at all in any kind of uh, wine barrel, whether it's port, whether it's sherry, whether it's, uh, doesn't matter. When, when whiskey gets finished in a wine barrel, I find that it's one of my favorite whiskeys. And so he got us o- both our own bottles so we could be drinking the same thing together. He got us a whole whiskey glass set with customized tumblers with our logos on the bottom of the glass where you're drinking you look at it one with our names etched in with searchables reptiles on there if you're watching on video you can see it right now but um if you're just listening like these tumblers are super legit um they're extremely beautiful and he got us both matching sets with our names on both glasses so that if garrett happens to be here on the west coast he doesn't need to bring his and we can podcast and have the set if i go visit garrett in pittsburgh then i we've got a set over there and we can How cool use is that. that? How I'm, cool I'm is that? You so have your own away. glass at my house. I know that you feel right at home. And you have your own glass at my house. So it's like I love it. It's amazing, no, dude. Serious? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly or whatever, of course. But I mean, I think this is the best, the best drink sponsor yet. You know, I haven't even tasted the drink. I mean, I just and Scott, just so you know, I've literally been, you know, like looking for these things. I think I, I don't even remember why I didn't buy one. I had like a set pulled up or whatever. It wasn't this uh, customized and all that kind of stuff, but just a whiskey drinking set um, for these podcasts. So yeah, hit the nail on the head with this one, huh? Yeah. Very cool. I am, I am unbelievably stoked. He, he couldn't keep the secret from me. um, And well, he did ask first. He's like, do you want to see what you're getting? I was like, well, yeah, I do. And so he sent me a picture and I was just like, I was blown away. Um, and then, then when I and they they just got here, he was really stressing about mine getting here on time because for whatever reason, yours got there a lot faster, even though it had to go all the way across the country. Mine just had to come down this right. side of the coast. It it got here literally two hours ago, so it was just in time for the podcast. Um, Which is cool because we were going to do it yesterday, and it turned right. out today. So. Yeah, because I mean we're airing hey. this. This is another one of those Cheers. things. Cheers, my friend. Does this work? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> this uh. Yeah, I'm I'm so stoked on these things, man. Um, and yeah, so this is going to be another one of those podcasts that's almost real time. It's almost like everybody's here with this live because we're recording now, but this is going up tomorrow morning. So we waited yeah. to the last minute for these, and it was uh, again well worth it, man. And another reason I want to do the video is because so, not only so people can see this stuff, but I feel like we we have been very fortunate to have all these amazing sponsors, people willing to to fly us out to places and and do this stuff it's it, i feel like it's just another benefit for those folks that are you know taking the the, the not just the time but the um the effort to do these sponsors for us which you know is out of their hard-earned um cash yeah and just give sure. them that that extra spot to you know give them a little boost for being sponsors you know yep no i love it cheers thanks scott yeah Mm, now good whiskey now, too well we, we didn't taste it yet <laughs> i did you did i, I did <laughs> you just kept talking it's good it's polished it's got that rye that rye taste you know like unmistakable rye but then like you said the the wine barrel thing gives it a weird you know like roll off your tongue aftertaste yeah kind of nice. a little sweet backbeat it kind of coats your whole like tongue har- hearty you know yes yeah. yes i love it's one of my favorites um yeah this is fantastic 
I'm going to pour just, cool. a, just a touch of water in just to open up the flavor. Okay, Scott, you win. All right, good luck on anybody trying to beat Scott. I mean, if you get maybe like a bottle of McAllen Grand Reserva 18 or something, I, like I'm talking like, you know, <laughs> we're talking about some ridiculous. Are you scumbagging? You're scumbagging people I'm, right now. I, you're trying to plant the seeds so that you'll get some of that. I'm not trying. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, there's. It's uh, going to take something serious to beat this uh, drink sponsor. That's for sure. So, yeah. Not that you have to. I mean, we appreciate every sponsor, obviously. But, um, man, this the, just stuff. the logo looks so legit, dude. The, <clears> it's no. It's, it yeah, looks, it's perfect. It's all glass etched on here. It's very cool. Well. Um, I'll tell you what, I have something, I think, uh, you were doing the, you know, what you hate about me and you were saying that it's not that I wouldn't record or whatever. I actually thought you might've, uh, mentioned the, the shipping thing. I did an unboxing on my Instagram channel and after you received an animal, you mean I received an animal. Yeah. And did an unboxing, even though I'm holding animals from being shipped from a lot of people. You know what I mean? And not necessarily. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, not, no, not even that I'm holding, I'm just passing the buck. You know what I mean? I mean, if, uh, ship your reptiles is saying, Hey, we got too many delays, too much of a risk for us financially to do a live rival guarantee. Then I'm saying, Hey, if they think it's too much risk and they can't make money on it, I don't want to send those delays. I was talking to a guy today that had a crazy, delays and not just delays but like weird mix-ups they sent snakes to the wrong city and things like that i think they're just they're just pretty swamped you know and i think a lot of stuff is getting through okay too but but anyways <clears throat> what i wanted to do was kind of test our local shipping lanes i'm feeling like this stuff's going to open up soon i'm hoping it does obviously ship your reptiles they're making their decisions based on on you know how many they're how much they're seeing on delays by the way your youtube video with chad brown was on point um that was really good but uh i i kind of want to test a few things so i have a few animals of mine that are going out like to friends or other breeders people who understand like life is life and garrett is not the cause or sole responsibility for the worldwide pandemic and you know what I mean? That that things might go wrong and can go wrong. And I'm shipping them my animals, you know, like for either a breeder loan or something like that. So I've shipped a couple of mine out. I've received a couple of mine in and, uh, you know, been talking to the FedEx drivers and the hub and all that kind of stuff and just trying to make sure that everything's ready because, you know, when it opens up, like, or whenever we decide to ship, I still like to trickle it out. But shoot, we have well over a hundred snakes to ship out all at once. Wow. It's going to be insane. Yeah. I've got nothing near like that. So, so you said you, you actually did ship out a couple animals. I have shipped a few animals out. Yes. Not to customers. And the reason why is because I feel like the first ones out are going to be the riskiest. There's the most unknown, you know what I mean? Uh, I think the system is still kind of in its peak, you know, but um, we need, we need to test the shipping lanes. No, what, what do you mean? My, what do you mean? Not to customers? Packaging. I haven't shipped any animals to customers yet. I'm still holding customer animals. I'm just so kidding. I have animals that are mine. Like, for example, I shipped one to Texas that was a, a little male super dwarf that's going to be going out on breeder loan. Gotcha, gotcha, you know, gotcha. I'm shi I've shipped a couple to California, but they're all my animals. So if something 
you know, God forbid should happen and an animal should die. I don't want it to be a customer's animal who paid me three months ago is waiting patiently for their animal and only to hear, hey, guess what? Your animal's dead. You know, it got delayed three days and stuck somewhere cold or whatever. You know, I don't know. Totally, totally. So I yeah, also, but I'm hoping I also, it sorry, comes around soon. I also oh. shipped a couple animals after, after that talk with Chad um, and, you know, the, the different things that he relayed is, uh, the information and it, it made me feel a little more at ease and you know just kind of paying more attention to what um you know what i'm shipping and and where and just taking into consideration all those things i i have sent out a couple animals as well really mm-hmm. oh that's good that's yeah. good and and of course yeah. they both got there with no issues that's good yeah that's very good i haven't it, i it's definitely still not the same for everybody i've heard some stupid stuff that's going on with the with the FedEx system. But, um, yeah, that, I mean, my thing is too, like with so many animals going out, I'm sure that I'm going to see every problem that there is to see. Cause I've got, like I said, over a hundred animals going all across the country. So it's right, going right. to be a little bit nuts, but anyway, so there was, uh, one other thing I have a, a question for you for our dive deep into the shallow end. And then I'm going to kind of tee this off to you. I think, uh, you know, I'm, obviously the uh, the chronic talker of the two of us. But uh, I have something for our listeners that I'm going to do based on their replies and responses. I had all kinds of calls and texts about this that we talked about in our last episode about something that I can do physically to make myself a better and more professional snake keeper, specifically baby snake handler. You guys oh. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if, if <laughs> oh i since we're doing video i i got a little setup i i set it up down here i brought a little wash basin a towel some soap and water i wanted to get the big foam i thought that would be cooler on video but i've never used that stuff so soap and water and a towel and we're we're gonna shave off look at that <laughs> look at that Look at that hairy forearm. And the the sad thing is I'm so white and freckly underneath it. I, I know that my I'm going to look all skinny as soon as I do because, you know, any resemblance of, of bulk in my forearms comes from the fluffy hair, you know, <laughs> protruding from it. So as soon as I shave, I'm going to look like a little chicken legs sticking out or whatever. But there was I hey. remember I vaguely remember reading one comment when you brought that up and we, you know, we put it on the uh, Searchables Reptiles Facebook group for people to give feedback. I do feel like there was one person who was like, I don't know if you should be babying them like that. Like kind of what if the person you send them to has hairy arms and then they're like, oh man, what is this hairy arm person? And, you know, th- but there's always going to be a counterpoint to anything you do, right? Well, but- I mean, that's a very valid point. It's definitely one of the arguments, you know, and my, my philosophy on the animals is I do not baby them at all. I mean, a whole part of it is like desensitizing them to life in captivity. So they have the best chances of success wherever they go. Right. Right. So, but that being said, everybody wants to see me shave my arms on a podcast. So I leave you with this question and then I'm going to go ahead, make sure my video is still working. looks like it's still working. I think I can see myself over there. I'll check real quick. But I'm going to go ahead and shave my arms while you tell us the answer to this week's Dive Deep in the Shallow, this month's Dive Deep oh, it's in the a, it's a It's a trivia question now? And eh, now, kind of. I mean, no, it's not a trivia question. Okay, it's, it's more like a silly, silly question. All right, I don't know why I'm feeling nervous if about you, it, but well, you know, it's just because I come up with such good questions. <laughs> Do you remember the butterside down one? Yeah, yeah, that was great. These these are mind blowing. 
these are mind-blowing conversations. So my question to you this time is, if you could pick one thing to never run out of, have a continual supply of this for the rest of your life, what would it be? It's not, it's not like you're stranded on an island, you get to pick one thing. It's like, your life is normal, but I'm going to completely sponsor unlimited amounts of whatever you want. I mean, is, thing I feel like money is a cheap answer, but... Yeah, it's also a bad one. You could do better than that. I'm yeah. going to go shave my arms. Okay, go shave your arms. I don't know why you're leaving yeah. with this. I don't really like this question, by the way. Um, what? I don't because... you want to say money? I mean, I well, because simply because, you know, at least in our current situation, money is still worth things and people will give you things for it and just about anything, really, that you might need in this world it's of flexible. physical... It's flexible. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's very flexible. You can use it to get whatever you might need physically right now you know if money loses its value and the whole system comes crashing down yeah it's going to be uh, some nice kindling to get your campfire started but but haven't you ever heard the saying there are some things money can't buy yeah that's true but they're not physical you, you just seem like the yeah but you just seem like the type that could yeah i know but that's okay i didn't say it had to be physical i just said one thing oh love bro love if we're if we're leaving oh. the realm of the physical then yeah I, and ever never-ending everlasting love that's uh okay. i mean for because for me like the feeling of love in my life i've gotten to know some real real love you know what i mean like a, a level of love that i hope that everybody at some point in their life gets to experience the type of love i've gotten to experience because it's mind-blowing it's world-changing it's the best thing that i could have ever asked for in this world is to fe is to get the amount of love that i've gotten from other people from my love for people the love for my children the love from my children that love is uh oh man i mean you definitely got it good in that arena i've i've sampled that myself and boy this is like silky smooth already <laughs> it looks a amazing third of the way down one arm <laughs> there's a lot of hair <laughs> i should have brought more razors yeah, it's uh I mean remember I won't I won't drag people back to uh what I was shaving last time just because nobody will ever listen to this podcast again if I talk about it again but yeah, it's it's some it's difficult when an area that's never sh been shaved before and you're shaving it for the first time, it's not like you're shaving the stubble off of your face um which is, you know, a couple of swipes and you're good. When you're shaving long long hair, you have to go over each spot like several times and then a million and a half. This might take me the rest of the uh podcast. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing it. But yeah, I mean love, love dude. I'll I'll say it again. It's there's nothing quite like it. And all you need is love. Yeah, I mean there's a reason that the majority of songs are inspired by it. You know, that the majority of songs in, in the world are mostly inspired by love. Uh whether it's love of a child, love of a person, love just love for anything love for uh, weed it's, it's what they think love would be like it's one of those grasses always greener yeah the best love songs are from the people who don't get it come on <laughs> they're trying to well that you might have a point you may have a point but uh that's yeah money money can't buy you love right who said that the beatles did they know what they're talking about or not uh that was before my time <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the simple answer. I don't know if I can elaborate on that really anymore. Um, and, well, I guess enough love to go around for everybody would be, you know, if I've got endless amounts of it, then there, there would be that, and I wouldn't have to worry about 
Uh, or Ooh, taking it to another level now. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to think about kid. other people and, uh, uh, you know, worrying about if they've gotten enough love in their life because a lack of love in somebody's life can, it just goes to really bad places. I feel like that would be really cool with money too, by the way, if you were a generous person. Right. Well, I would do the same thing. I have the little money I do have, I do try to spread it around as much as possible to where, you know, at least I can take care of us here, but then try and take care of other people where I can. Dude, forget razors. I need another bucket of water. This bucket has like a film of hair over it now. <laughs> and I, I can't even rinse. I can't even rinse it off. I think what, is... it would have been, uh, it would have behooved you to maybe take a, like, you know, the buzz clippers to it first to like get the the main layer down or at least some scissors I felt like it wouldn't give the full effect for the video and oh my gosh do i really have those chickeny leg arms i was talking about are you showing are you showing this Look on the, are you showing this on your cell phone recording because that's where we're really going to need it i mean you can see it okay i'll go a little closer <laughs> look at that it's disgusting <laughs> i look like my my arms look like the arms of my iguana in high school <laughs> For those of you guys that are just listening, uh, and th those of you guys that haven't joined our Facebook group, Searchables Reptiles, uh, you should come over and join it and let us know if, if it's if this video has been worth it so far. If you're watching on the video, I still have to, by the way, dude, the reason I was going to complain about you, like complaining about having to hit record on your cell phone and send me the file is like, I've also got lots of work to do to make it happen. I got to start a YouTube channel for it and, you know, make do everything that comes with making that happen. And, well, uh, to be fair, I was not only worried about myself. Oh, okay. I know that you have a lot of work to do. So. All right, all right. And, just... and as somebody who always wants to do everything for everyone, I know that it can be difficult to say no. So when you were proposing that we do this, I wanted to make sure that you weren't creating an unnecessary burden for yourself. All right. You're, you're... I wanted to be the podcast host that says, it's okay if you don't want to do this, Brian. All right. All right. Just make yourself look good. I know you're good at that. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I, how long are you going to be over there shaving that stuff? Well, oh my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretty much, this arm is like 80%. I think we get the idea. I'm moving over to the other one. Oh, you're going to shave both of them right now? Well. I guess I could just finish the one and then have them for contrast. That would be cool. They're all soapy right now, but I can wash that off. Yeah, let's just just let's just leave the one. I kind of want you back. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's weird enough watching you shave your arm. It's another thing with this zoom green screen background you have, where it actually looks like parts of your arm and hand are disappearing while you're doing it. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a little ah, cut too deep. <laughs> it's a little disconcerting to be honest, and it's kind of distracting as well. Uh, <laughs> And I've answered your your question, I think, quite well. I, I believe that was a pretty good answer. If I if I had to go back and think about what it was I said um, and yeah. listen back to it, I think that love love is love is a good answer for that. Mm. I mean, that is a good answer. What about you? Like, what would be your never ending supply of physical or non physical item substance? Carampas. <laughs> yeah i was uh i'm really impressed with the videos by the way that the way they're put together too um just like the the storytelling is on point the that's good yeah with this this new guy that you have uh filming the videos and editing Th thomas wicker thomas wicker well thomas wicker you're doing a fantastic job on garrett's videos i as a very uh anal and 
opinionated person when it comes to video production and, and how things look and how things sound and how they're presented. I'm pretty happy with it. Oh, I will say the noise when the two of you were sitting, when you and Aaron were sitting in the room talking, the audio could have been better. But that's, again, super anal, super opinionated about quality. Um, we actually weren't mic'd up for that. Oh, okay. So. Well, it showed. That's why. Or it, it yep. sounded. <laughs> <laughs> but when Aaron, when Aaron's sitting there at that, uh, wherever he's at, a hotel or something, talking directly to the camera, right. the, the audio was super crispy. And no, that, he does a he does a good job, and it's it's kind of fun. We're like you know feeling it out still as far as how this works. It is kind of interesting because uh, oh gosh, I'm just gonna be sticky all night if I don't figure out how to rinse this off. <laughs> Not thinking twelve okay. steps ahead, this one, huh? No, I didn't. But I'm gonna go rinse my arms, everybody. Brian Cusco. This will be two seconds. Oh my god, dude! I guess I don't have my headphones on. You but, can say whatever you want about. Oh me. my god. This guy. It's funny because I always complain about Garrett talking too much or talking over me or just, you know, not, not letting me talk a little bit on the podcast. Not that I don't. I, you know, when I end up going back and seeing the video file, I can see or seeing the audio file, I can see which end is Garrett and which one's me. And it's actually pretty even, but I still, I still like to complain about it. But now that he's gone, it's like, it's one of those things, right? You don't know what you've got until it's gone. And, I realize now, and I think I've known this before, which is why I was really happy to do this with Garrett, is because if I have to sit there and talk by myself for endless amounts of time, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's that good. Unless I have something really good, I need somebody to bounce off of to keep this going for longer than I do the Cusco and cuts, and they they last about 10, 12 minutes, but that's about all I got in me, honestly. From there, it's, I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You remember from your days of interviewing me for Triple B TV that you can like pretty much just ask me one question and you got your episode. Yeah, but so. you know what? Uh, that's true. That's true. And w but what also is true is that that seems to be true of just about every guest that I have. Like really? Yeah. Everyone complains to the opposite effect. I know for me, like I've interviewed people, and I really have to pry. For the most part. I mean, everyone's a little different, but usually you really got to pry. These people come on to do an interview. They give you like one word questions and you're like, there's something, I mean, and I, I know this, I know myself well enough now that, that there's something that I've got that the people are comfortable opening up to me and telling me their life stories. This has happened time and time again, whether it's just on a bus or, you know, in, in the Creek and I'm, or who, anywhere, anywhere people just, I've, this is a quote that I've heard from other people in the Creek. Yeah, creek, wherever I You happen. run into people in the creek and they tell you your life story. Their life story, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, it, it happens. Like this, this <laughs> I don't is, know that I've ever run into anyone in a creek before. You've not spent enough time in the creek. There's I guess a, not. <laughs> there's, there's a quote that I, my most quoted phrase that I get from other people, specifically people I don't know very well. I've never told anybody this yet, but, <laughs> and and then whatever it is. Like, <laughs> There's a couple people I had on, and before the interview, they're saying, <laughs> "I don't really, I don't like being on camera. You're gonna have to make sure you ask me lots of questions and keep and keep going, keep going." But then once we sit down and they actually sit down with me, this is like you know texting before we're meeting up or something, and then we sit down, and it's the same thing, just like it was you, just like it was anybody. I, I ask a couple questions and I and I'm ready to listen to what they have to say. Uh, a perfect example was, um, oh my God, why am I spacing his name right now? Oh, 
Mike. I I know too many people now, Garrett. I never used to know this many people. <laughs> I really didn't, and I don't know why I'm spacing on his name right now. He's very, <coughs> he's he's somewhat. Mike uh, Mike Breezy. Oh, okay. He, yeah. He uh he he was one of the people. Then there have been many, but he was one of the strongest. So it was like I'm I don't want to necessarily talk a lot and, really? and do this. And and then when when we sat down to Mike do doesn't it, seem like that kind of guy to me, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, on camera, maybe he, that was his, yeah. his concern. But once we sat down and, and started talking, it was the same thing as you. I asked a couple of questions and I'm, I get all kinds of stuff. I didn't have to, but, but that's, that's my point is that it's, it happens with just about everybody I have on. It's very rare. How many, how many people have I had on now? Oh, I think like a couple hundred at this point. And, um, oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. And, and I, I don't have to poke and prod. I, I ask, and people even say it afterwards. Oh, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really let you talk much. I'm like, well, that's not what I'm interviewing you for. <laughs> we, we know yeah. what everybody that watches my channels kind of knows what's going on with me. Like, I have people on because I want to hear what they're going to say, not what I'm going to say. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This shaved arm thing is weird. I don't know if this is going to last. <laughs> I can like. Oh, it's going to last as long as it takes for that hair to grow <clears throat> back, my friend. I can well obviously I have to shave the other one now or it'd just be super weird. I mean, you don't have but to. I'm like even just putting my arms down on the desk and they're like sticking to it. It's like, no, oh, what the heck? Like gecko arms. I bet I could climb with these things. <laughs> yeah, now that there's less uh you'll have less uh, you'll have more friction. There'll be more friction yeah. now. What yeah. do you think? Super freckly. Um you know, the zoom screen is not really <laughs> This is not why too, I can't wait to get back to doing things in person, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I am glad that we ran through this a couple of times before this whole thing happened because at least we were prepared, you know. But, yeah, that was definitely one of the goals was to always podcast these things in person, and I thought it was a pretty realistic goal given that we do it once a month. I want to know, how do you – how do you, <clears throat> do you do you scroll through Facebook on a daily basis? Do you go on social media on a daily basis or, you know, very little, very very little. little. I mean, I go on, I make my posts. I, I try to, you know, comment back to people and stuff like that. But I just, I mean, if I scrolled Facebook, I have people that have been waiting for me to, you know, send them back an email or a message from a week ago or whatever, you know, I just never get to it. So I just don't have the time. And you don't watch the Even, news either at all? No, I, I definitely don't watch the news. Yeah, not I mean, unless it's about reptiles being banned in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, well, the one thing that's out there, there's the, the bill that they're looking to pass that involves the second wave of stimulus uh, checks being sent out. And apparently there is uh, buried within that bill, as I guess often happens with bills, they all kinds of other things get attached to them and buried inside of them to try and get passed along with them on, on like page 1600 or something of this bill uh they're moving for that lacy act thing again they're moving to ban interstate travel um apparently that's in that bill i saw you know us arc i, I always get the alerts from us arc that is ridiculous how do they even hear about that i i don't know this is just something <laughs> that's just what i read like i that's what i read and it, it came from us arc and i i have pretty good faith in their um you know m- information mining abilities when it comes to laws that are being passed for reptiles obviously yeah yeah well you know i just got to say this i know a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about the way other people live their lives and things like that and a lot of times we we try to ban things we don't understand or if we're on one side of it then the other 
But if you have to ban a reptile transport, if you have to hide a reptile transport ban in the pages of a stimulus thing that everyone's going to be like, yes, we need money. Give us some money. Yeah, that's just low. You're evil. That's gross. Obviously, you're trying to impose your will on the majority. And that is not what our government is supposed to be about. You know, the few imposing their will on the majority. It's getting ridiculous, people. Yeah, I, I Stop agree. imposing your will. <laughs> yeah. I've never been a big fan of having others' will imposed upon my own. It's uh, one of the more sore spots in my life. Not sore, but just, yeah. It, if, if you want to get me irate or get me worked up about something, try to tell me what to do. That's a sure way to get my angst. It's full. true, folks. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I guess that's a little bit stubborn because I am stubborn, but also I just don't like being told what to do. I mean, what guys it might. I think it comes. No, who from, likes being told? Who likes being told what to do? It might come from. Uh, I'll tell you what. Tell me. Go ahead. Well, no. I mean, if you want to finish your thought, I was going to move on. No, let's move on. <laughs> I was say I, I was talking about how little time I have. One one thing that has been an interesting development over here lately, and if you're watching our videos and Thomas's videos. You'll start to see this pretty quick. Did you catch any of the live stream that I did? Uh, no, I saw, this week? I saw that you went live earlier this week, and I remember you mentioned <clears> that maybe you wanted me to ha come on and do it, and then I saw that it happened without me, and I was like, oh, well, I guess he doesn't care about me anymore. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We had, this, was two different, this was two different things. What? You wanted me to come on. Yeah, you want, this was me just announcing Patreon on my channel. Hmm. And that, you had invited me onto your thing so that you could announce it. Right. Which I think is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so in my mind, it was two different things. Oh, okay. That was never supposed to be your live stream. That was a different... I so, we're, so Thomas is posting like one of these nice, you know, professionally edited videos, right? Uh, once a week on our channel every Friday. That way we can get our channel consistency there. And I can like turn the phone on and run around and be ridiculous live. The other times and I can I want to try to get back to doing two videos a week, which I used to do when I didn't have so many emails and messages to answer, which was kind of but, like the goals of starting the channel in the first place was to have these emails to answer. Right. Yeah. Now that I'm there, I don't need the channel anymore. So I just <laughs> neglect it. entirely. <laughs> no, actually. So what's crazy is we've got th this film crew hired. And one of the things that's been really interesting I, I'm, you know this about me. I'm like, you know what? Get the content out and get it out consistently and get, and get good content out. Like I would rather watch a video with poor production quality, but great material and content. Oh, absolutely. Than, than the opposite. Now, sometimes I just want to sit down and just be barraged with eye candy, you know, but for the majority of things, like, especially on YouTube, if you say, Hey, YouTube it, you know, you're going there for information. So I just try to get information out. I mean, the first six months of my channel, I, I filmed and edited it on my cell phone and then put it up, you know, nothing, nothing besides that. And I think we grew to like 5,000 subs that way, or I don't remember. That's good though. I mean, was. well, the content is good. Like to your point, the content is good. And regardless if it's filmed on the cell phone or not, and it was good, you know, it still looked yeah. good. Well, and then you know this about me too. My dad is like a, a, pro a producer for television. So, like, I, I know what good quality is. I just, I'm like, man, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, trust me. So, 
So what's been really cool is having Thomas come and film these things. I'm giving him my ideas for what the content should be, what kind of stuff should we talk about, and I'll even give him ideas for for shots and things, especially with B-roll. I'm like, no, 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 you gotta you gotta show this quality about that snake because that's what really shows you know uh, its unique features or whatever. And I give him all these ideas, but then I'm I'm turning it over to him. If you want to know the truth, that that Karampa video, I really did not want to go back and relive that so much. It was painful enough just to do the video, you know, to film the video. Sure. So um, I I just left it to him and said, you know, roll with it. And uh, I like the way that he got everybody's different uh, viewpoints on the on the situation and everything. That yeah, happened. the storytelling was uh, like again. I, I mentioned that before, but I really want to drive home the the fact that the storytelling was phenomenal. Yeah. So it's been kind of cool to delegate it because I I have a lot of ideas all the time about the way that things should be. And I've been learning to delegate those things a lot more. And sometimes I'm frustrated. Sometimes I'm very pleasantly surprised. So besides Thomas to handle the YouTube, I have I and and have had Kimberly for a long time that helps me answer some of the social media stuff like the stuff that goes to reach out reptiles in general she handles all that which by the way guys if you're trying to get a hold of us i kind of recommend going through her she'll answer you faster she's nicer too just what's up yeah she's definitely a lot nicer yeah so but if you need to know some specific snake thing or whatever then you got to get a hold of me but i mean 99 percent of the stuff she's been through it and knows how to answer it so delegating that customer service to her was a big deal for me and now i actually have hired on two more full-time employees so aiden still works for me um he's he's back at it he can walk again which is great um people who know my channel know that aiden was my my part-time like snake cleaner person and he'd come in a couple of days a week, but he got hit by a car. So he's back and he's doing a lot more of the photography and editing here. I have an office manager named Jess who is just phenomenal with multitasking. And, you know, I mean, she, she gets stuff done. It's like I love having stuff set up for me when I sit down so that I can be, you know, maximize my efficiency. That's been amazing. I, I think it's hard to find an employee like that that, you know, can compliment you like that. And then I've got Rob Roush, who is now full-time like facilities. So really? He's cleaning. Yeah, you know Rob, right? Yeah, I do know Rob. I saw him over there you know, a couple times on videos and for your, your live stream on the Reptile stream, uh, the first virtual show and everything. I didn't realize that he was – I thought he was just hanging out. No, he, he so he's full-time now. Wow. Five days a week. So I'm actually – the coronavirus thing has been fantastic for us because everybody that I've been – like, you know, Rob – keeps and breeds mainland reticulated pythons you know so the superdoors are like no sweat for him and he's handy around the shop so i can get him you know he's done a lot of little building projects he has one more to do because i ripped the ceiling out of my reptile room today um so we'll get him on that but yeah so so it's pretty crazy it's uh you know me jess and rob full time you know working here now and then thomas on the videos aiden with the with other photography and video stuff kind of like more the behind the scenes stuff and kimberly answering messages so it's been it's been amazing um yeah this it's is been all fun to watch recently and quickly and you know so 
Yeah, wild. And and it's it's crazy to me that I feel like I'm busier than ever with all this help. Yeah, well, I don't know how that. Uh, oh, not yeah. not not just because a change of roles, you know, and and stuff that I'm now learning, you know, more like managerial stuff, you know. Sure, I, I've sure. managed stuff before, but it's very different when it's your own business. You know? Sure. Yeah, I still. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever have an employee. I mean, I I'm such a. I don't know if I'm a control freak necessarily. Maybe, maybe I am. Um, maybe that's why I don't have any employees. Maybe it's because I couldn't possibly afford to pay an employee right now because uh, my financial skills are lacking uh, to the point that I don't really have any. Uh, just well, like, I would, I would tell you this. This is what I've learned. Having you know, like I think sometimes the best time to learn from someone is when they just finished something, right? So I've kind of just made that leap. Like I've even Aiden, when he came, he would just come when I needed him and, you know what I mean? Help out a little bit. Kimberly, um, you know, works as she's able to throughout the day and, and turns in a minuscule amount of hours, but taking on all the full-time employees. Here's the crazy thing. I, uh, I mean, this, this business is very much a part of me, you know, it consumes my life. And so with anything that you have and hold that closely, you're going to be a control freak about it. I mean, it is you. It's like getting dressed in the morning. Like, I don't want to wear that. I want to wear this. It's me. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so that has been, first of all, it's, it's fun. Even as a control freak, when you get somebody on and they're on your side and they're reinventing you as they see you, it's really fun because it's like looking at a mirror image of yourself a little bit rather than the real thing, if that makes sense. There's like a, you, you see your, yourself, your desires, your passions reflected through them and what they're trying to do. They interpret you the way they see you. And a lot of times I think that's an even more accurate view of who you are than you think so yourself. So I think we all think a little bit differently of ourselves than the rest of the world sees us. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of cool. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Um, and I, like I said, I mean, I'm definitely a control freak. And and one of the things that you have to do is, I mean, things shift. I would say, I wouldn't say you sacrifice quality, but it's like your priorities are not necessarily their priorities, and a lot of times their priorities are better. You know, so like a good example would be I want to answer everybody in a very specific and educational way with as much. Uh, you know, um, detail and information and share my experience with them as much as I can. But I can only do that so many times. Whereas Jess's thing is like, Garrett, you have 300 messages. You just need to like, let me sit down and hammer out all the ones I, I can and you do the rest. You know, and that's a scary proposition. On the other hand, it's not necessarily because you, you, you feel like you're giving up quality but you're not. The quality may, is the experience be that you. everyone actually gets answered. You know. Sure, sure. And she may be better at it than you. I don't know. I haven't had her reply to me. I don't think. I pretty much get. Yeah. I got well, the... she's not. She's not like a snake person, but she's definitely like a "I'll take care of you" person. You know. So, so that's been really interesting um, to to see that. And then the other thing that you said is uh, it's because you don't have any money the one thing that I've noticed is that the tighter, and this goes back to an old analogy and I didn't realize it applied to this situation until this year. Well, you know, they say, if you're money, trying to hold, I just give it away. What's up? I do have money. I just huh? give it away and spend it on, uh, 
pianos and things like that. Oh, I'm I'm just being blunt. I'm just saying like you don't have the money to hire an employee or gotcha. whatever and manage all that. So here's the thing. <clears throat> you know, I you may have heard the analogy like if you're trying to hold sand in your hand and you have an open hand, you can hold a big pile of it. Oh yeah, I but know. As soon this. as you close your hand up, it all drops out and you have very little left in there. So the way that we run our businesses when we do it ourselves is like this. I didn't realize it applied, but we are doing things our way, this way, and we become our own greatest self-limiting factor. And it's funny because I've seen that in bosses of mine that they are limiting themselves. But I didn't know that I would do that to myself. And when I refuse to delegate things, and it takes a huge, like, ballsy step of faith to hire someone because you want to take care of them too you don't want to promise them a wage or something like that and then not be able to provide for them or sure whatever. but at the same time it, it's opening your hand and so much more sand gets poured in there that you can actually it's all running through your hand and you get to touch and feel it all even though it's happening without any effort of your own well you're making so me you're really making me cool. think i do I, I said i haven't hired anybody but i have paid people to take care of the same well not people but person I got my buddy, uh, my J- Jalen, my Jalen. He worked with Hillary. I met him through through her at, at his their work when they worked together. And he's the guy that would always come and take care of the snakes when I'm gone. Like when I was in Australia, he he came here. Even though Hillary's here, you know, I don't rely on her to take care of the snakes because that wasn't part of the deal. Even though she could, um, I pay, would pay him to come. Well, like when we went to Hawaii and and just those just trips where I'm gone for, you know, when I'm gone. He'd come and take, and he did, oh man, he did such a great thing one time. I like a moron when I was supposed to bring my snake junior up to, um, up to Davis to have that extensive uh, vet trip when he stayed with Riley. I was on my way to Freedom Breeder on that trip and stopped Freedom Breeder first. And I forgot to bring the snake. I, you know, I, every now and then I forget something. And that time it was that I forgot to bring the snake that I was supposed to be bringing to Davis. I got a hold of Jalen and he, <laughs> almost at the drop of a dime went and got the snake and and drove three and a half hours one direction to bring me the snake and then right oh, back geez. home <laughs> i paid him for it um and but man i should you're making me think like i should really consider even even when i'm here and which i am here now a lot having jalen hiring him on even just part-time i think i think this might be something i need to do and this has crossed my mind before but i haven't really seriously considered it until now i'm speaking about it out loud to you is maybe i should really consider hiring on jalen part-time to help me um because i am to your point like for whatever reason now i'm super busy now that things are slowing down on some ends the the snake industry and the 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 whole thing it's i'm i'm busier than i've ever been somehow Um, and i would say you you easily have at least one eight-hour shift in cleaning those animals and the other thing that you have to realize and this was something that i learned too is that even if someone like i can go in there and bust my own animal room out very quickly you know as far as cleaning because i know everything i know where everything is i know the personalities of all the snakes if i had to move them that kind of thing but um you know if i hire somebody they might be a lot slower but they're probably making less money than me too. So it kind of balances out. If I had another one of myself, I wouldn't work for me for any less than X amount. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I make twice as much money, but I, I work twice as fast, I'm worth it. 
And if you can get somebody that is happy to come in and work at, you know, a, just a, I mean, it's a, it's a lower wage job generally cleaning snake cages, you know, but if you get them that are willing to come in and do that, like Aiden is very good at it now while well, he's probably a little rusty now, he hasn't done it in four months, but by the time, you know, Aiden's been with me for more than a year now and he improved vastly in that period of time he has his own names for all the snakes and everything it's really cool to see somebody else come in if you can get and this is i think the key if you can get employees that can catch your vision for what you're trying to do then it's really cool to see them come in and implement your vision in their way that's really neat oh yeah i think uh Wow, this is great. I'm glad we're doing this today because I, I think I'm I'm going to reach out to Jalen. Well, not not I think I'm going to. I'm going to reach out to him because one of the re, one of the other things like, you know, he'd help when when I'm gone and then, you know, he wouldn't do things exactly how I wanted and there's some pointers and I'd go over some stuff with him, but he's not here enough to learn it. Like you said, like with, with uh, Aiden, you're saying he's rusty because it's been four months, but it's the same thing with Jalen because he'd be here only when I'm gone, which is not that often. And then right. so he doesn't really have a flow. He doesn't have a feel. He's kind of like learning it all again when he comes back. Um, but if I had him here every week, well, he'd have a little more flow and he'd be, he'd get better at it with repetition. Way better, way, way better. better. It takes a while. Like, so for your room, if he's only there once a week, it's only coming four times a month, but you know, that it all stacks up. If you get somebody there five times a week, which you can't really do that in your situation because you don't have the number of animals to clean or whatever, but man they they catch on really quick they get way better the experience is better here's the the only thing i would say for you from a business standpoint is that if he's taking that time off your desk you know you need to now reapply yourself to make more money because you have two people to provide for now so that was always the scary part for me was providing for them but to be honest i mean when i quit my job and started doing the snake thing full time, I was very skeptical that that would even work, that I'd be able to provide for myself, you know, my wife, my kids, the family, and they more than provided for it. And then I brought Aiden on to help a little. And then, you know, like I said, I have Jessica basically runs my life now in very short order. And Rob runs the shop like it was his own. It's great. You know, it's, it's really cool because Jess likes to come in and have that much purpose like she can see that she's definitely helping me so for her to come in and have and feel like she has that much to do makes her feel really good she's really needed i think she's kind of quiet but and then that's what i pretend and i imagine about her in my own head <laughs> and then uh rob you know i think rob just you know he he's got some really nice snakes over at his place but this is like you know professional level it's just another it's just it's a higher level of snake keeping so i think it's really cool for him to come keep snakes in this way and then go home and decide what he's going to apply of what he's learned to his own and he's you know his collection is changing and you know and, and evolving because of it and rob's so cool too i really like rob man oh everybody's gonna like him wait till the next video <laughs> it's a rob video okay i i i hope that thomas has enough good sense to censor Rob where he needs to be censored. Because oh. sometimes Rob needs to be a little... I mean, he'd be fine on this podcast. <laughs> but on my YouTube channel... 
So, I mean, literal quote, just a teaser for all of you guys on the, the Rob episode that's going to come up. He said, Garrett, can you ask Thomas not to put so much bleeding nipples in that video? Because my niece might watch. <laughs> Wait. So. Okay. All right. I'm intrigued. I'll watch it. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying it's a teaser, but that's Rob for you. So there's going to be a lot of bleep, bleep, and, you know. Uh, you no, said he's... bleeding nipples, right? I heard that right? Yeah, yeah. You heard bleeding that right. nipples. Yeah. Okay. He yeah, he didn't want the full effect of the bleeding nipples scene to make the final cut. So now those people who are on my Patreon, I'll put a shameless plug for it, will get to see director's cuts of those kinds of things. You can see his nipples bleed all you want. Well, I'll do a shameless plug for my Patreon. Uh, I think next week we're going to have Garrett on, <laughs> Garrett on as our Zoom guest. Well, that's something we've been doing on Patreon. Is um, Well, we've done it once, to be fair. But we did, did start having Zoom meetings. I mean, we had a guest once. But we, we've done a couple of Zoom meetings where instead of the live stream that I usually do every week, we actually had a Zoom meeting. So everybody could kind of jump in and be able to contribute audibly to the conversation instead of just through a chat on a text. And... um. We had we had Dave Kaufman on to kind of hang out, and so I'm thinking that I'd, I'd like to have you on next, and it's just one little one little extra bonus for folks, like to just have that sort of almost one on one time with you on a video call type of thing. Yeah, I feel like that so. Has do value. your do your patrons get to actually talk and participate in the Zoom meeting? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh dang! I had that same idea. I just thought it was more original. <laughs> I just thought you were using Zoom as a platform for the, you know, the thing. No, but, I use YouTube because I know you can chat and everything too. Sure, yeah, I use yeah. YouTube for the live streams. You know, but this Zooming is actually everybody's in there and you know, con talking and and being able to have conversation audibly with each other, and yeah. myself and whoever happens to be there. That was one of our things when we sat down and tried to create all the perks. Is that at, at one of the levels, like we're gonna do, you know, streams like that. Um, and we were going to use Zoom as well just because I know how to do it now and I have fun with this background. Look, oh, chicken leg out the window. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and one-up you then because it doesn't matter what level you add on my Patreon. Uh, everybody gets to participate, even if you're only um, in it $3. That's, <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. No, they, they'll get to be on and they, there's like a chat thing or whatever, but we're going to have like, you know, like featured people on there. So like, if, you know, one of the perks of the Patreon thing is – I did a meeting like this in a, a BNI group, if you know what that is. It's like a networking business group. But they had 60 people in this Zoom meeting, which is insane. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of and people. And everybody, everybody participated in this meeting. Wow. And so it had to be super structured. But what was kind of cool was they gave everyone, like a, they called it a 40-second commercial, you know, and okay. so you like I, I went in as a guest because I was not a regular in this, you know, uh, chapter segment, whatever they are club and was kind of like, hey, I'm Garrett. Uh, you know, I breed reptiles and this is what I'm looking for. If anyone knows, you know, a way that I can do this, like you could look for connections with people or whatever it is. But you get like a 40 second commercial and they just ran through everybody like that. And I thought that was really cool. So I thought it'd be neat for patrons to be able to jump on there and, you know, have whatever they want to say prepared to say. And uh, and then they can jump in, ask a question, leave a statement, whatever they want to do. And yeah, just kind of cool. have like a fun little time thing for it. It's cool because pa Patreon uh, out there in the <clears throat> snake keeping world or whatever breeder world, it gets kind of a bad rap sometimes. We were like, 
uh, it's a point of pride of a lot of people. I, I don't have a Patreon, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, I think it's whatever you make it, right? Like, you, you're able to make it. If you're not able to provide value for people on it, then, I mean, people aren't going to do it anyway, right? And, like, if people don't feel like they're getting anything out of their 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 money, then they're not going to do it anyway. So, anyway, I don't know. I, well, for us, we kind of structured Facebook, like dude. <laughs> Facebook getting you down, huh? Yeah, I'm all happy and ignorant over here of everything everyone's been saying about me. Yeah, I need to do a little bit more um, of that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm so for us, it's actually very direct because the patron, you know, support actually goes towards bringing people like Aiden in there more often, whose entire job is to go in, set up the Patreon stuff, record it, film it, be a part of it. So, like, we're going to do room tours with Rob or Aiden occasionally. People can, you know, say, hey, I want to see that snake or this snake or whatever. And that time would not be afforded the community if it wasn't for the the patreon support you know i, I mean it's, we've never done it before because we haven't been able to totally. but if they if if this so i think it's a great opportunity to have a, a greater sense of community you know where where i can actually interact with people on a regular basis they can kind of get the behind the scenes and see what's going on and we don't do a lot of that on our videos either i think we've been doing more now with thomas but you know, more of my stuff has been very factual. And I'll, I'll tell you what, crossing over to the let me share my experiences with you side is pretty brutal. People like to give you their opinions of your decisions in life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? that's what happens when you put it out there, man. People got opinions. <laughs> They're yeah. willing to share them often. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one thing if it's like, I don't know, if, if you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Or. I guess if you're doing something that is, you know, I don't know, attacking someone or insulting in some way or, you know, they get a rise out of them or whatever. But I'm talking about people just like you just share an experience and they're like, yeah, you suck. You know, <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? Or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, I know, I'm well aware of what you mean. <laughs> I was like, well, I know you do. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I, I, is I it someone know. a little more new for you? No, I mean, I don't. I really I haven't had one that like seriously pissed me off yet. Uh, maybe we did. Didn't I talk to you about one you were talking about? This was would have been a while ago. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one. I don't remember what it was, but there was I definitely either, one that got so to you. Couldn't have been that bad. But, but I mean, uh, I I usually don't get bothered by that kind of stuff. I just wonder, like, why did you take the time to type that out? Go answer one of my messages for me instead. <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna take the time to type something out, make it worth it. Well, there's there's always those folks, man. There's always gonna be those folks, and I'm I just feel fortunate to have never been one of them. Where I feel like I need to leave a comment like that for somebody I don't even really know about what I think about what they're doing wrong and why I need to tell them they suck for it. <laughs> I've literally never done that yeah. to anybody. But, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And when it's attached to your business, I've actually had people try to attack your business. You know, which this is the way that my children eat, that I take care of my wife. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, well, I want to try to cause you financial, you know. Oh, yeah. I've had people do that. Stress because I've had people send emails to emails to Lindy and to Freedom Breeder trying to get them to stop um, supporting me. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You're like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, 
do I try to get you fired from your work? Like how absurd would it be if you got mad at somebody commenting and you went to their work and you sat down with their boss and tried to get them fired? That would be outrageous. But that's what these people do. It's like, where do you get off being so entitled to do that? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm going to come to your house and slap your mother. (laughs) You know what I mean? How do you feel about that? That's funny you use that uh, example because I, I always say that I don't really get offended by stuff really but if you wanted to really offend me that'd be the one move <laughs> come to your house and slap your oh, mother oh yeah yeah no you want to see offended Brian just do that and it'll be uh... a <laughs> nah you and me and your mom we tight oh yeah yeah no not you just anybody who wanted to <laughs> try to pull the, offen- the offensive card out of me <laughs> yeah now family's a good thing to attack that way that's for sure uh, wow well, we're going to have to figure out how to get this thing going on in person again here pretty soon. Yeah. I was well, pretty stoked. We were going to set up there. I was going to come out to, I, I heard uh, Jesse Johnson was going to do a location thing and run me out there. And then we were going to do a show, but it was like linked to a reptile show that's long since canceled right. down in Atlanta. So, boy, really, really put a, a big thing on there. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm being as responsible as as i think i should be when it comes to all that stuff like you know trying to whatever we're supposed to do flatten the curve and whatever but i'm also like i'm over it i'm ready to go hang out with people like and uh, i don't know and i'm I'm ready like if you were if you were ready if you were to come out here if you had been here right today like i don't know how ashley would have felt about it but i'd have been all for it i've been like yeah dude come come out let's you can crash in the snake i I think moving forward the only thing to do is that either sick people or at risk people need to continue. I mean, we, the whole world has learned that yes, you're going to, you know, like even morons are forced to be sensitive to these issues right now. You know, you can't go in a store without a mask on things like that. But, um, moving forward, I mean, we need to let the, the healthy people get out there and do their thing. Keeps the world going around. You know what I mean? I I suppose the one valid, well, there's always going to be valid arguments on either side, in my opinion, but one of the valid arguments for not doing it yet that I've seen is that people are, there's a lot of asymptomatic people out there. They don't, you don't know you're sick. You don't feel sick. You feel fine, but you can still go out there and and spread it around. That's, I mean, that's kind of what asymptomatic is being, right? You you don't know you're sick, but you're still carrying it and spreading it. I don't know. I'm, I'm still like jimmy came over here the other day i gave him a big fat hug dude like yeah well is that you whoo yeah so i don't know if you guys can hear it but brian has a freedom breeder thermostat alarm going off right now and i was like (laughs) i don't know if you saw it brian but i was like is that me i can hear is that the reptile room there shouldn't be any freedom breeder thermostat alarms going off Oh man, dude! I so you know I like their stuff. They're new. Uh, those like four banger, the the four zone thermostats they have. Uh, they they're even their setup and programming and stuff is really nice. Like they have made a lot of improvements. But I've got some beef that I'm gonna talk about. I've got this very cool uh, prototype rack from Freedom Breeder. Um, if those anybody that's seen my video with the. Um, you know, I'm calling you out, Freedom Breeder, what I don't like or whatever. I love the products, but I didn't like that they didn't make any, like, arboreal. They didn't have any support for anything that was semi-arboreal. And not that it's their fault, but, you know, um, 
people start keeping species in racks that probably really shouldn't be there. But I love, on the other hand, the convenience of keeping and cleaning a rack. So they built a prototype, and it's a it's an arboreal prototype. And I told Lindy, I said, hey, listen, if there's any species that's going to be the perfect species to test a new system, it's a reticulated python. Because those boneheads are going to tell you ev- anything and everything that is wrong with your product right out of the gate. And it turns out I was correct. So I tossed a couple of little wild-caught jampeas just to give you an idea on size on these snakes. The cages are like two by two by two cubed, basically. And I have these, just these tiny little jamps um, inside of these cages. Well, that wild-caught male was bound and determined to find every different way that he could break this prototype rack down. And because it is a prototype, it doesn't have all the bugs worked out like their normal product lines do. So... He found out, uh, figured out a way to actually unlatch and open, like Lindy had like this lock, sliding lock thing on there, but the snake figured out a way that he could unlock it from the inside. And so he worked all night long and he let himself out of his cage. (laughs) And uh, when a snake gets out, here's the other problem with rack systems. When you have one snake out, have you ever had this happen, Brian? They they crawl around. I've, they I've had a crawl snake behind out. the tubs and they push them all out and they release all their friends. Mm, I've never I've never had that happen actually. No, no? just a matter of time, I guess. Because <laughs> I like to say that I never had things happen once upon a time too. And then it happened. So this this the bigger snake, he you know he's like five foot or something like that. It's basically like a corn snake, but he turned loose uh, a hatchling snake. That was like a one of a kind snake. That I had sold to my buddy John Cashman for it basically it was a sixty five hundred dollar snake and irreplaceable and Jeez. something that we had worked very hard for a lot of plans for the future for this animal you know unique bloodlines anyway the the big guy turned the little guy out we found the big guy right away the next morning but then we're like what's this little cage out Rob did you leave that out he's like no did you leave that out I said no. And this little $6,500 snake has been out in my room for like three weeks. We tore this room apart. No matter how long I have been keeping snakes, it will never cease to amaze me how you can not find them. Yeah, I've had similar. I mean, I've, I've found. Did you find it? I found it today. Okay, well, good. You, I've, I've all, almost always found yeah. them. With the exception of, of one. But yeah, you can tear the room apart. and, and it's You've literally looked every how... inch in that room. Yeah. And they're yeah, in there. They didn't go somewhere else, but they're gone. So I found there was this one little area up in the ceiling where there's like a little hole and a little cavity above it. And I was like, that'd be a good place to hide if I was a snake. So, I, you know, it's been weeks now that this guy's been out. So I just kind of look up there and I looked up and I saw his face and I'm like, he's in there. So we ripped the ceiling down. We're like, ah, and he's gone. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like it's, it's to give you an example. Like, I don't know. Well, you can't see it because I have no background in here, but I've got like rafters going on in my ceiling and there's like little, you know, gaps between them. Well, I put, I put drywall on the bottoms of those. So it makes this long like if you had popped a hole in the ceiling, for example, Channel. yeah, right. they could get into one I, I side how, and how. go back and forth. They can't go that way. They can't go that way. They're just in this one side back and forth. 
Right. I rip the whole side down. Snake's not there. <laughs> yeah, I saw him retreat into there. I ripped the whole ceiling down. Snake's not there. So I turned all my security cameras on to that area, and then I put a little, like, mouse out, you know, to be all smelly and tasty down below it because there was, like, this little pipe that came down from the hole that would allow him to climb up there. And I put a little mouse down at the bottom and a whole bunch of sticky traps all around it. And I was like, I'm going to catch you, little son of a gun. And uh, and sure enough, my the video goes off. Snake's coming down the pipe from this gap that I checked because I tore my ceiling down to look inside of it. Every inch of it's covered. Somehow he was still up there and came down. I don't I don't know how it happened, but magic. It's magic. Just it like seems I tell like Noah magic. sometimes when I don't feel like answering him, I just say it's magic. Yeah. And he's he's trying. He starts trying to tell me. There's no such thing as magic, Dad. I'm like, yes, there is. Just because I use it irresponsibly <laughs> doesn't it doesn't mean that it doesn't Just because exist. Because I take magic's <laughs> name in vain doesn't mean he's not real. <laughs> uh, exactly, man. Oh boy. Uh, so wait, we had we had all these segments that we were gonna do. I think we've done like one of them. Do, we're still doing do we, we still have yeah segments? we do but yesterday you were like we, hey let's podcast and i was like oh yeah it's that time and i am mm, no more segments that's not exactly how it happened sorry sorry okay that is right. pretty much i mean I was, you know we have the date i knew it, it was coming and then i lost track because yeah okay i'm glad to see you taking some responsibility for this i'm sorry i failed you because i'm not I'm not going to. You know what? You know what <laughs> I'm going to do? Good. In light of this amazing podcast that we've had, full of rabbit trails with no segments whatsoever, except for the shaving of the arms during the DDSE, I want to turn it over to you guys, the Searchable as Reptiles community on Facebook. I'm going to put a post up with the different titles of our segments, and I would like you guys to fill in the blanks about what you want us to talk about. How's that, Brian? And then you and I can go through. I, I like it. Yeah, I think that's better. I mean, like I said, I mean, these people who are listening to us, anyone that's listening this far into this podcast knows us better than we know ourselves. I'm just going to say. That's probably pretty accurate because I say a lot of things. I don't remember what they are. Yeah, exactly. So you guys that are following along, it's your time to shine. <laughs> Get, give us some suggestions on the searchable as reptiles community page about stuff that we can talk about for these i i'd also like to do some more kind of like themed episodes i do have some of those like i thought it would be kind of cool to um have a a money episode where we talk about money in reptiles i think a lot of times people do the you know forest used to always say the calculator cowboy thing you know but I think it would be cool right. to talk about our actual personal experiences financially sure. with reptiles. Yeah, I've never really done that. I've never really done that. Yeah, I I think there's a lot. I mean, people don't talk about finances in general. I mean, you get in trouble at the dinner table if you ask your dad how much money he makes. And that's all in the family, right? So I think you and I are the perfect people to kind of open up about that and and be honest with that. So I'd love to do a money episode. I think that'd be kind of cool. And how, how the reptile okay. thing affects our personal lives. And then I thought it might be kind of fun to do a dad episode. Some uh, some mm. experiences and oh, Father's, I would love Father's Day is coming up. So I'd love to hear experiences uh, I, like 
you as a kid with your dad and how it translates to, to you now being a dad. You know how we always are like, oh, I hate it. my dad does that. And then we are pretty much <laughs> exactly earlier... when we grow up. <laughs> yeah, I see so many similarities. I I swear that that was something I was actually going to kind of go into that a little bit earlier when you're like, oh, did you want to you know finish? And I was like, no, let's move on. I was about to move right into that. So I'm glad I didn't because now we'll save it for the a dad whole thing. themed episode. Yeah, okay. the dad thing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, what I'd like to do is dive deep in the shallow end revolving around dads and have all our different segments revolving around dads or money or whatever. So okay. Not, not yeah, all like the time, it. just like sometimes. It. I think it'd be kind of fun. Sure. I'm um, into it. Yeah. Well, snap, dude. I, I felt like this was a good one, I, well, especially since the, the, the uh, oh my gosh, the development of the idea of me hiring on a part-time employee, which is something I have slightly considered but now i'm actually i think i'm gonna move forward with it um that alone um you shaving your arms i, th- I feel like it's been good <laughs> i feel like it's been good yeah shaving <laughs> the arms is gonna take a while to recover from and maybe i never Ooh, oh my gosh so many nerve endings here that i never have touched before wow Ooh, yeah now you're gonna be shaving your whole body tonight well that's <laughs> so part of the re i literally have phone calls robert i know that you're listening to this Robert is one of them. Phone calls from people calling me being like, Garrett, I've shaved my whole body for like 30 years. I can't stand body hair. Let me give you a few tips and pointers about this. And then these are, these are you know, body shaving enthusiasts who also keep reptiles. So they were actually able to give me, you know, real life personal experience. And when I said this, it's, I mean, it was definitely a thought that I had. Like, look how much they hate my arm hair. They like, you know, bounce away off of it. So I've had the thought before, like, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if I shaved my arms to be a snake keeper, like a swimmer shaves his legs to be, you know, hydrodynamic or whatever. Yeah, I think we're all well, 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 well aware of those thoughts. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I just thought it was funny, the the overwhelming response of everybody who was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. So... Yeah, well, I need to look into this electrolysis thing. Then maybe it's funny coming from one of the most hairless people on the planet. <laughs> hey, you, know, <laughs> you can always chase perfection. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like it's time to sign off, but I I don't know how to do it now. Yeah, pretty sure we have a segment for this, but we're not doing it. Hmm. I don't remember how it goes. I don't think we. Maybe we should do this more often than once a month. <laughs> no. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening to this whole ridiculous podcast. We hope you enjoyed a little bit of off-topic banter here. And I do hope that you will join us on that searchable as Reptiles community page on Facebook because it's the coolest thing happening on Facebook. It's literally like one of the only pages that I do sit down and browse because I feel like anybody listening here and chasing over there cares enough about whatever stupid things we say to be a cool person so if you want to be a cool person join that facebook page <laughs> right on dude hope to see you guys there have a good one hi right, bro take it in. you too oh this motherfucker is hot <laughs> <laughs>